with your hosts, John Jowski, Pat Powers, Chris Cowan, and Greg Wolf. This is the X-Step Podcast. For fun, who would you like to see be on the final card for the 2021 USDGC? Am I looking like my four players that I would like to see or just one player that I want to see? Just one that you think would be fun to see. I mean, we've seen him. We've seen him a bunch this year, um, but I I love watching Matty Oram play on on the lead card. Um, I think that's always fun. Um, I would love if Will Shustrick is he's got a lot going on with um, his his son was born with some pretty severe health problems. Um, so I don't think he would play, but I would love to see him come back and make a play. Um, I'm looking at players that are registered. Let's see. I like um, that Raven knew some kid a lot. I really like he seems he's he's very energetic and I, I like listening to him. I you know what? You know who I'd really like to see? Okay, here it is. This is I would like to see Simon Lazat play really well. Mm. That's what I would like to see. I would love to see Simon in contention at the USDGC. That would make me really happy. I want to see Johnny McRae. Johnny McRae guy. <laughs> I just want to see some turbo butts. Yeah. You know what? Will Shustrick is entered in this event. Really? Will Shustrick is registered. I wonder if it's just because he's a past champion. Hmm. No, but like, I mean, Climo's not registered or anything, and he's a past champion. So he must be planning to play. That would be sweet. I would love to see him on the on, on a card. Did you ever get a chance to watch him play? Like, were you interested in disc golf when he was playing? I was not. think the way that Eagle excels above everybody else in as far as like his form and Style. how smooth he is like i mean he just had the silkiest smooth form and distance um he was had he had he not left the competitive side when he did and and had pursued it more i think you would have seen instead of just a paul ricky rivalry i think it would have been paul ricky and Will. Will was that good. I believe he went into, like, management at Prodigy. Like, stopped touring and went into management at Prodigy. And now he's, like, one of the higher-ups at Prodigy. What else do you want to talk about? Hmm. Have well, you had any beer I mean, we kind recently? of talked. Have beer? I had a good beer? Yeah. What's your best beer you've um, had in the past? My week? mom and dad, when they came out for my daughter's christening... They brought one four-pack of every beer that Common Roots had available. Um, so they brought me, yes, they stocked my beer fridge. Um, I love everything from them. Um, trying to think of what the best one I had from there was. I had a new Fish beer. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I had you did? One. I had a new one. I think... The Good Fortune, I think, was probably the my favorite of the um, 
common roots of the the common roots ones that I had. But all right, tell me about this uh, this new Oozle Finch. It's called Astro Poppin. Astro Poppin. And it tastes is that super hoppy. No, it tastes like a fruity, like a smoothie meets a Powerade. What? That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. And it's like, it's a sour, <laughs> so it's got a little bit of a sour yeah. bit. But yeah, it's, I think it's my new favorite from them. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's high, high praise. Yeah. It's, but Jesus, dude, it's like 20, $21 for a four pack. What? Yeah. Oozle Finch. Can you hook a guy up? $21 for a four okay. pack. Granted, there's probably some like, upcharge from the gas station i buy it at that's in the middle of <laughs> new hampshire like i don't know how they're getting this stuff but they're getting it and i'm willing to pay yeah the, you know the surcharge can confirm that yeah. that place is one of the most well stocked mm-hmm. stores of any variety i've ever been to let alone a gas station it's fantastic oh yeah have, have we made an episode since nope we got together okay um I think you released one, but it was I don't think we recorded anything since we got together. Yeah, I think you're right. It's been a while since I've released one, too. Jeez. It's been over a month, I think. Oh, boy. All right. Well, what's happened since then? Well, what happened then? Boys got together? Well, the boys got together, and it was one of the most fun trips, disc golf or non, that I've ever ever taken. Um, We... Traveled to Greg's house in New Hampshire. Drove. We played. Well, the first night, I drove from Buffalo to New Hampshire, and picked up Pat on the way. Chris was already there, and we played. What was the name of the course that we played the first night, Greg? Uh, Pinnacle Disc Golf. Behind Pinnacle the Disc Golf, Newport High School in Newport, New Hampshire. And it was. You pull up, and it's kind of like, you're like mm, I don't know how this is going to be. And hole one was kind of like a challenging – you can't really get there with a forehand. You kind of have to throw like a panning Anheuser that gets in there. And after that hole, I was sold. The whole course was great. It was really fun. Um, it was like the perfect amount of challenging and fair. It was a really, really nice course, really well done. Um, a couple of the holes on the back there, I don't remember the whole number, but the really – downhill one that goes to the right with the tree in the center that you have to beat um that was a really fun hole and then the one with all the 14 and then is it it's not 15 it's 16 that's the big uphill one with the super elevated basket Mm -hmm. right so 14 and 16 excellent um 17 i really liked that was the long one that kind of was more open i i was i was very surprised i wasn't expecting to Really enjoy that course, and I really did. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then day two, we drove to Smuggler's Notch and had a tea time at Brewster Ridge to start, which was, I've got to say, the biggest surprise of the weekend for me. Um, as somebody who does not necessarily enjoy playing in the woods all the time, um, Brewster Ridge, I think, may have been my favorite course that we played of the entire weekend. Um, Brewster Ridge was a lot of fun. We played from the blues. Um, we kept score, but it wasn't 
terribly competitive. Like we were just more playing it for the, um, for the, the, the sake of playing it and taking in the sights and sounds of, of, uh, Brewster Ridge and Smuggler's Notch, which was fantastic. Um, I think I was, I was kind of surprised that it was more open than I thought it was. When you see it on camera, it looks so much tighter. And don't get me wrong, there are definitely some some really tight lines and some tight gaps that you have to hit. But it astonished me how open some of those holes are when they look so closed off on camera. Um, and then the other thing with it was the elevation change. Like mm-hmm. it's hard for the camera to show it, but like you don't realize how uphill some of those holes are. And then by you know vice versa, you don't realize how downhill some of those holes are. Like hole two. Hole 2 is way more uphill than I thought it was. So that was cool. Um, and then we went to... You know what would be cool? I'm sorry oh, to interrupt. Just yeah, no, that's it. good. If in post-production they had some sort of graphic in the circumstances that sure. the elevation change yes. isn't... Like, like in the flyover? Apparent? Yes, I yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah, that'd be sick. All right, someone uh, steal that idea and just make it happen. Yes, that would be fantastic. Cool. Um, Let's see. Sorry so interrupt. after we played, no, it's all good. It's all good. After we played at Brewster, we went and got lunch, and I'm trying to find the name of the place because it was fantastic. Um, oh, and Stowe? It was. Yes, it was, like it was in Docs. It looked like Dr. Robotnik. Yes, it did. It like and it Docs. was, I can't. DOC and Stowe. Might be right. Doc Ponds. And that was really good. Um, good beer selection, good food. And then after we we ended up getting lunch there, I but yeah. we went back and played Fox Run, which was the course I was looking forward to playing most of the three courses from the weekend. And that place absolutely blew me away at how hard it is. Mm-hmm. I did not realize like you gain such a better respect for the pro players that play that course and how well they shoot. We played it on a very calm day for Smuggler's Notch. And it ate our lunch. I mean, we got eaten alive at that place. You don't realize how tight the OB is on camera. Um, I think that was the biggest takeaway for me, is like you don't realize how narrow the landing zones are and how specific the shots are you have to throw. I mean, you can see it on camera, but you can't, you can't understand the angle that you have to throw at to get it to sit unless you're there or the you know the the width of the actual of the actual ob lines like how wide the actual fairway is you know it blew me away how tight that was but i had a ton of fun there that course ate me alive like i said but i would i would play there every freaking weekend that place was so so nice so fantastic but like I said, Brewster Ridge, I think, was my favorite of the three. And then, eh, meh, I might even go Smuggler. I might even go Fox Run next. Um, we went at home, played Maple Hill the following day. So we drove back to New Hampshire and then went to Maple Hill the next morning, which I feel compelled to tell everybody we stopped at. I, I wish I could remember the name of that diner, too. <laughs> but we stopped I, at I, some, I don't think some, I'm finding that one. Sorry. <laughs> some random diner on our way. And my goodness, I love diner food, but this place was like next level. And we asked for hot sauce for our eggs, and they brought out a caddy of like 15 or 20 different hot sauces. It was fantastic. Food was great. 
Um, it was a little wet that morning. It was a little drizzly. Um, and we went and played Maple Hill. We played the Old Glory layout. I didn't. We played the Blues at Fox Run too. I forgot to say that, which is the FPO layout. Um, and then at Maple Hill, we played the Old Glory layout, which is red, white, blue. So you start on a red tee. Hole two, you play the whites. Hole three, you play the blues, and then you cycle through, um, which was really cool because you got to see the property and you got to play the same property as the pros do but we weren't playing we weren't playing the gold layout um so it was cool you know to stand on some of the gold tees and be able to see and i get your butt the layout and just not get your butt touched yes you got to, you got the best of both worlds mm-hmm. you had to play a fun course and not get whooped up on um but like you know you don't see a lot of a lot of those like hole one red you don't see that through like the flyovers and stuff, and that hole was fun. It was a nice short little putter shot, and it was it was fun coming out of the car. You know, hole two played pretty similar, but it played to a different basket. Hole three was essentially the same as the pros. Hole four essentially eh, a little bit different because it was from a different angle. You're throwing, you know, down to the right of where the pros were. Um, hole five was different because you're playing. To that right safe side fairway not going out over the water so there were some differences but it was it was really fun i really enjoyed that um you know seeing all of the different holes there without having to actually play them mm-hmm. um i did i did throw one off of hole eight from the the gold tee pads didn't didn't make it but i think we all um did, right no i think it was just me and you yeah didn't we both hit a tree on hole eight yeah we hit the trees to the right. Not from the old gold tee pad. I, th- I think I might have actually been the only one to throw from the old gold. Oh, yeah, maybe that's it, yeah. And then then we all threw from the blue. And then I I tossed my zone in the in the drink, which I got back sitting on my table downstairs. Maple Hill mailed it back to me, which was Sick. cool. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, so that was, that was a lot of fun. But, yeah, I mean, playing – all those courses, I mean, we were gassed at the end of that. We had talked about playing pyramids after playing Maple Hill. We just, no more gas, no moss. We just didn't have it in us. Um, so we went back to New Hampshire, hung out, watched some coverage, played some magic, chilled. And then Greg had to go to work the next day, and we, Pat and I drove out. And that was kind of, that was the big disc golf outing for us this week, this this summer. We did get together and play again a couple weeks ago. We got back to uh, the home turf and got to play Christ the King again. Again, it was just a, a casual round, and our buddy Robbie was able to come out and join us, which was nice. It's the first time I've seen Robbie in six or seven years. Um, no, four years, four years since my wedding. So that was it was fun. Got a, got a couple rounds in with everybody. I haven't played too much on my own, but yeah. Have you been yeah. up to anything disc golf related since then? Let's see. You went to a different country to play, didn't you? I went to Mexico at the end of July. Wow, it's been that long. Yeah, it was like a week after because you left like two days. Yeah, after I remember texting you and be like, "Yeah, I'm going to Mexico." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just spent four days at your house and you didn't mention a word about it. <laughs> yep. Um, so I went down to Mexico, had a really good time, played in a course in C- 
Coquillote, which is like south of Mexico City, on a like country club golf course slash disc golf course slash soccer golf course. That's really cool. Yeah, it was quite expensive, actually. I think it ended up being like $15 to play for the day. And the course, it I don't think it was worth the $15, to be honest. But for, I mean, I guess what it is, which is kind of like a nine-par course that is like doubled up in different T-zones to do like two loops to finish 18. The reason, it, and that was fine, but I think the reason I had issue with it was they didn't really well design the course to be safe from golf like ball golf mm. like they, mm-hmm. they sort of had some intermingling with the course layouts so you could literally be hit with a golf ball which was kind of dangerous and we almost when we i was playing with some folks down there and we almost got hit so that was kind of annoying so that was yeah that the, is the main negative and i guess they could have probably used the property a little bit better but for what it is it's I think the beginning of a sport down there when that's great. When I was coming back, it was a Sunday and happened to be international disc golf day. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not missing out on this because like the flight back was a pain in the butt. It was like all day affair. Cause I had an eight hour layover in Atlanta. So what I do, I got my discs on my carry on and I went with like my two carry on bags to a course a local course, cool. and I just played in Atlanta. Now, ended up being kind of a dumb decision because it was like 95 degrees in Atlanta that oh, day. Oh, man. And like 80% humidity. And I was lugging around like a backpack and a bag full of luggage <laughs> playing disc golf. Like It was kind of a miserable round, but it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> Then I think the last time I've played since then was with a few friends back at Top of the Hill. I think I've called that name out before uh, up in Canterbury, New Hampshire. It's a really fun course. I really love going to it with friends. And I ended up playing with some friends out here. And my putting was insane. I was on fire and it felt so nice. It was a great experience. And then I haven't really played since. It's been like Those a few days weeks when you're like, right. Those days when you can't miss are great. Yeah, like hit. I was like fifty percent C two, and I had maybe like five attempts, so maybe like three out of five, which that's that's sixty percent. Jesus. Quick, yeah, quick I haven't math. gotten, haven't gotten a chance to play too terribly much. I played a couple solo rounds on early on a Saturday morning, um, and I played the other day. This was kind of cool. My we have like this little nine hole beginner course um that they just installed last year um that's really wooded very short it's really just a putter course so i brought like five different putters Mm. um but we we asked jack my son what we what he wanted to do and uh he we had disc golf on the tv so he looks at me and goes disc all right we can go do that let's load everybody up we brought a picnic dinner and had a picnic dinner and went and played some disc golf. He got to run around and play on the playground, and we played some, which was good. But they're putting in another nine holes. That's again, it's going to be short and wooded, but it's pretty. It's it was pretty fun. I brought like, I brought my putting putters. I brought my 
Envy, the um, the Eclipse Envy, the Electron Envy, and then I brought my Ringer GT, and uh, I brought the Jawbreaker and the Z Flex Ringer GTs, and just played the whole round, you know, throwing multiple shots with those things. Had a couple ace runs. It was, it was fun. It was nice little fun course. I completely and I had a. I, I completely forgot. No, I'm, about the I'm time. sorry. <laughs> I completely forgot about the time that we all, you, Chris, and I played at Glens Falls. That was fairly. Oh recent. yeah, that was that. That was that was the morning we played. Uh, before we played Christ the Chris King, wasn't King. it? Yeah, we forgot to mention that. That that was fun. That's a you know that, that course fun. has been really growing out of me. There's some there's some really cool holes there. Yeah. I, I was I was impressed. I was impressed. For what it you know, is, it's nice too. to see. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great beginner course. Great, yeah, fantastic. Like I, when I go home now, I just I'll play around in the morning just to sort of start my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. And by home, I mean my parents, which is kind of a yeah, weird, right. you know. I don't. Do you still refer to your parents as home? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I. But I refer to both as home. Like yeah, same. like I call like where like. When we were traveling back from my sister's, like we're going home, you know. But I also still say I'm going home when I'm going to visit my parents. Yeah, home is where your heart is. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Home's a lot more fun now that there's just golf courses there. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We had we had a couple rounds together, which was which was good. Um, Pat still debilitated from his tick bite that we talked about. I think yeah, the last he, time we recorded, he had like a resurgence. Like I felt like he was over it. Yeah, he. I felt like he was doing better, and then he came back with a vengeance. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Wear your bug spray, people, because goddamn. Um, I mean, I kind of said it without saying it, but I also I had a an epiphany. I talked, I think it might have been the last time we recorded, I talked about, you know, my putter search, and I talked about the fact that I was in the process of trying to find a new beaded putter, um, and I I went through the West Side Shield, I went through the PA3, the Judge, the Link, the, um, the Yakun, um, Jing, went through a whole bunch of them, the Wizard, and... I picked up an MVP Ion, and holy goodness. I mean, that thing, it won me over the first time I threw it. I knew that was going to be the one. So I now have incorporated the Ion and an Envy into my bag, um, which is really cool because I was so dead set on playing with just Discraft for so long. Um, Now I'm starting to open things up, so I've got... Hold some on. MVP in the bag. John, I've got some Discmania in the bag now. Are you saying you appreciate diversity? I always have, Greg. I oh, always have. Excellent. I've said it before. I've said it on here before. The reason I do that is I was so I would pigeonhole myself because it would take a lot of the choices away, um, and I wouldn't feel like I had to buy every disc that was coming out, and I wouldn't feel like you know analysis by paralysis or paralysis by analysis of. You know, what disc to choose, what disc for this particular type of shot. Um, But I do think 
having some of those other companies. I mean, you got to throw what's right for you. And right now, uh, the Ion and the Envy are great for me. And I've incorporated the Essence, the Instinct, into my fairway driver lineup. Um, and, you know, I'm even thinking about, you know, trying some, some Innova stuff again. You know, I put the Enigma in my bag as a distance driver. I'm messing around with that. Um, we, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm open to potentially trying some Innova stuff. I think, I mean, the Buzz will always be in my bag, but thinking about even trying some, some Innova drivers again. Maybe yeah, even like some dynamic it, discs. Like I said, I think the Thunderbird. I, I do know. think the Thunderbird, you know, I... I love my Onyx, but my Onyx is such a Goldilocks disc. Like, I haven't found another one that flies like that. And I think you might be right. I think, you know, if the tool exists, why try to make another tool into the tool that's already there? Like, you know, you don't need to try to turn a hammer into a wrench. Just go buy a wrench. All right, dude. Well, how about we just call it for now? Just have a cool little chat episode? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to yeah. be getting back into this. So, like, maybe let's call this a resurgence, if you will. Yeah. I the think U- USDGC is coming up, right? It is. Mm-hmm. It is. We might need to do some side bet fantasy stuff for that. And Do you want to do, like, a day by day, like, quick episode, like, discussion of the round, quick take, and then drop it? I'm not opposed to that, like a yeah. little 20-minute, half-hour. Half right? yeah, I'm not opposed cool. to that. That'd be nice. Um, you know, please feel free. We, I know we've been MIA on social media, and, you know, we've all been very busy and haven't been able to get some, some episodes out. But um, please follow us on Instagram, Uh Greg and I are going to be playing in a doubles tournament next week, or next month, rather, and we will be talking about that a little bit more as we go. Um but follow us, follow along there. You know, we'll post up some of the pictures from our trip. Uh, I don't think we've posted any of that stuff yet. So we'll have to put up some of that stuff on our Instagram. But check that out. Check us out on Twitter. You know, the, the link tree is in our bio on Instagram. Um, and then, you know, if you could give us a review on iTunes, that would be fantastic. Like I said, we'll be getting back into the swing of things. And we, we'd love to have you along with us. So we will see you guys next time. <laughs>